Okay, welcome back, boys. This is a post Pesach action. Baruch Hashem, Rebbe Haron over here. I'm hoping that you're doing all well outside, all abroad. We hear things about Hosadists. Well, it is Baruch Hashem. Things open up, Baruch Hashem. We wish the best for Am Yisrael everywhere. And now we're standing here. Midway almost between Pesach and Shavuot. Passover and the holiday of Shavuot, which to many people, Pesach has a beautiful holiday, Seder night, wherever you did it, wherever you've done it, wherever you are, beautiful. Everybody knows. Emunah, Faith in But Hak Shavuot not always is understood. Okay, we know. That if you have people with Hakshavuot, they tell you, well, Moses came, Moses came down with the Ten Commandments. Not true. Didn't happen. He came down later with the Ten Commandments. Before Tammuz. On Tammuz. Midway Tammuz. But what was Shavuot? Shavuot was Yom Matan Torah Tenu. The day of Matan Torah. That Hashem said in Har Sinai, He said the Ten Commandments. He said them out. And obviously heard whatever that means, heard Hashem's. Wonderful, beautiful voice. Never happened in history, and supposedly, that's what's what happened again. And understand that we're coming towards that day, as we mentioned many times in our classes, from the Ben Harida Arizal and the authorities, that Am Yisrael do not commemorate. We do not commemorate. It's not Veterans Day. Get out there, get a flag. There's, we don't do these things. It's not a commemoration. It's a reliving again. As we say in the Seder Haggadah, we all know we said, Hayab Adam. A person is obligated to see himself as if he came out of Egypt at that night. That night, just now we passed Pesach. We just came out, wow, came out of Egypt, wow. We have to feel that. That's when we do things that night that try to create that feeling. Get those, those sensations and that great night of light. Yet really, that night is a preparation for Shavuot. It's really, really all a build-up to Hak Shavuot. Because we know that Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu in Egypt, when you take out the nation from Israel, from Egypt, you're going to serve Hashem on this mountain. That was told to him when he was on Mount Sinai, when he was first appointed by Hashem, to go to Egypt and bring out the Jewish people. It was told to him already then, before the plagues, before the meeting with Paro, it was told to him already then that they're going to serve me on this mountain, which means the reason for Exodus, the reason for going out of Egypt is going to be because they're going to accept my, my Torah. That's, that is the justification of the Exodus. After all, we know that they worship idols in Egypt. By the Yamsuf we found on Shavisha Pesach, the Midrash tells us that the Yamsuf, the, the sea, did not want to save the Jewish people. It said, Why? The, the angel of the seas that's appointed upon the sea, he said, Master of the universe, but they also worshiped idols. And Hashem had to specially save Am Yisrael. What was the merit? He sent Gabriel Amalach, the angel. And he held the waters on two sides. And on the right side it says, what was the merit? 
that they're going to receive the Torah from Hashem's right hand. The fiery Torah from Hashem. And the left hand was Tefillin. You put, most people put on, on Tefillin the left hand. Which means those are the merits that held the world waters up for Am Yisrael. So we see that really, really the entire Egypt, the entire episode of coming out of Egypt, the exit, the exodus from the bondage from the Sha'bub to Salaim, all of that was that we should be able to receive the great gift of the Torah. And now we're standing almost midway between Pesach and between Shavuot. Yes, there's going to be another Pesach next week, Pesach Sheni, on Monday. It's a small holiday. You'll let have bread in the house. In the ancient times, time of Beit HaMikdash, it was made for those people who did not, for some reason, they were tamay, they were unclean. They weren't clean enough to be able to bring, they touched a dead body, they couldn't bring the Quran Pesach, the sacrifice of the Pasuk lamb in the first Pesach. So they were given a gift, a redo, a month later, on Yudalit Iyar, the 14th day of Iyar, which is next week, Monday. We say Yishem, it's our custom. That they would bring the Qurban and they were allowed to have Hamid that day also. There wasn't a problem with Hamid. They could have Hamid and Matzah also they had to have. But still it was a very special day. It was another gift of Pesach. Which means some say the secret really behind that is that the first Pesach's Kiddushra holiness extends to Sunday night coming up next week. And then Monday would be another Kiddushra of Pesach Shani, the second Pesach, as the Zohar says, for another seven days to be able to see the queen in her glory, whatever that means, very deep concept. Maybe we'll mention it next week. But to understand now that we're almost halfway to the Omer. What's the Omer? What's this? You shall count for yourselves in the day of the Pesach, seven weeks. Actually, the word Lachem, commentators say, means it's really for you. It's for your own benefit, your own growth. Lachem means that if you're, going to, if you're going to count, it's going to do something good for you. And says like this, the Ibrahimit says in Narizal, that just as from Pesach to Shavuot, it's a time when the fruit starts growing, grain starts growing. We know on Pesach we have the Omer, they used to bring a sacrifice from barley. <clears throat> but on Pes on Shavuot, they bring two halot in the temple from wheat. Which means these seven weeks starts grow, growth starts. And the same way physical things start growing, so too is the time, highest time of the year for growth of the soul. Every holiday it has its own greatness. Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, that's time of Teshuvah, get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You have Hanukkah, time of miracles, Sukkot, a happy time. Pesach, Emunah Hashem, faith. What's this time now between Shavuot and Pesach, the Omer, is a time of spiritual growth. And a person must grow on these seven weeks. As a matter of fact, all of the year depends upon these days. 
And the Rashash, the famous joint capitalist, Rabbi Sharam Sharabi Harashash, one of the rabbis of the Haraf Hida, 250 years ago, almost 300 years ago, he says a quotation, I'll translate the quotation. Because Pesach and these days are the root of the entire year, and the way a person goes during these days, in that way, they lead him the entire future year. That's some statement to say. Which means the preparation, I always say, for Rosh Hashanah is a very scary day. Rosh Hashanah, Blur Shofar, life and death, books are opened up. How many days do you prepare for Rosh Hashanah? Silihot? 30 days. A month. Shu'ar Ruch writes, Maran writes, Shu'ar Ruch, he writes, Noagim, the custom is to get up early, say Silihot? Before Rosh Hashanah, a month. How many days are you preparing for Hak Shavuot? Almost, almost double. 50 days, I say. From Pesach, there's 50 days. It must be something very special taking place on Hak Shavuot that we're not getting. We're not understanding it. Why so many years preparation for that? Seven weeks to prepare for what? No, so we'll tell you because in the old days, because in the time of the Midbar, the desert, in Exodus, it was seven weeks from Pesach. That's when they had that seven weeks. But why did they have seven weeks for? Is the question. Why did they have seven weeks for? Yes, that's what happened in history. A historical fact that in the Exodus, the time of Shalabenu, it took seven weeks and they got Torah on seven weeks later, 50th day. But why did they have to have 50 days? So we know what the Mepharshim tell us because in Egypt, they were sunken in to 49 levels of iniquity, of, 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 of bad, of tum'ah, of impurity. But the Egyptians, they needed 49 days to clean themselves, to cleanse themselves from that. Day per day, day per day, every day in the level up. Today, we're given that gift. Since it was put in to the calendar by, by Misraim, that means we know the rule is that anything that takes place in these times, the time of that, let's say for example, Shavavim we said, those six weeks of Shavavim are special for Teshuvah on certain issues, or even other things also, but it's given a special gift of Teshuvah in those days. Because the Kamal Israel was, was an exodus. The same thing here, these seven weeks are prone to growth. Spiritual growth. And that's really what has to be done. A person gets tested and gets sidetracked on these days like I say in Israel in the religious sections you won't they have in the summertime they go to kosher beaches they have separate beaches different days men and women Baruch Hashem and they put signs up to make business make money different companies bus companies offer different uh, types of bargain deals you won't see one Company put up his name on any kind of place before Hag Shavuot. <laughs> Don't ever do it. There'll be no customers. Or they might even lose their name. <laughs> or Shem Shemayim, they also maybe feel they're religious people, they also they want to. Why? At Shavuot, there's all over the place, different, different companies getting customers. Why is that? Because people who know understand it's not the time for that right now. You need a little walk, a little. I'm not saying you can't. Guy needs to play a little boy. Needs to feel something, but there's, there's, there's a there's a goal we have to get to now. These weeks that are left now, we have now four weeks left. We're getting somewhere. We have a game plan over here. We got to get to that game. We got to win the game. We got to win it. 
What's the game? The game is to gain spirituality, to gain more Torah for next year. The fiscal year of Torah does not end Rosh Hashanah. It ends the day before this Shavuot, and there's going to be a new year starting Shavuot night. For the next year till Shavuot. That's the year, the to- we call it the Torah year. The Torah year goes from Shavuot to Shavuot. That's from Hazal to us, that's Hazal. We're making to what that little lady one told Shavuot, but that's really what it's all about. So which means that we have to make sure these days that we're going to understand what took place then and apply to today. The same way they put into the calendar, the historical Jewish calendar was plugged in this greatness of growth that our forefathers grew every day another level, so too we're able to do the same thing on our level and grow every day another level. We say, a woman of valor. When the tells us, who's this woman of valor? That's the Torah herself. She's the great woman of valor. The regular Jewish is only a, a parable for a, for a Torah. And what does it say? Ha'il is het yod lamid. Het is eight. Yod is ten. Lamid is thirty. Forty-eight. And for the Kehav, what it says, there's forty-eight ways to acquire Torah. You need those ways. The more ways you have, the more Torah you're going to acquire. And each way is another way to help you get closer to Hashem and Torah. By listening, by learning, by Havutah, by Rabbi, by a lot of things. Don't waste time. Don't talk too much. You see the Mishnah Perkei Avot. It's in Perik chapter 6. Perkei Avot. And the Maharal says, each day of the Omer is representing one of those ways to, of acquisition of Torah. Day one, the first one. Day two, the second one. After 48 days, the 49th day, wrap it all together, and then now you're ready for Matan Torah to get it, to receive Torah. So that's really, that, that's the Avodah. The Avodah these days is, is not a simple Avodah. If Sirihot is 30 days and it's life and death, so if this is 50 days, it must be something even more important than life and death? And the answer is it is. You know why? What's a Jew without Torah? Yeah, guys making money, Parnassah, Rabbi, what's going on? Rabbi, I'm making Parnassah, family, I know what. Beautiful. But you don't have Torah, he's dead. He's dead. He has nothing. Not only he's dead, he's spiritually dead. He's not there. Eating, drinking, sleeping at night, going to make money, what's all about? You got to have a Seder. No matter who you are, what you're doing in life, you got to have a Seder. It has to be a strong Seder, a strong time to learn. Set time. And if you're in yeshiva, how much more so? You have to start rocking these days. If you didn't start yet, you got to start rocking in Ramadan. To know that this, these are the time, this is the time of the year when a person is able, with Hashem's help, to pick you up. It's like such a ladder. You get, you, get, you get to that ladder, pff, it takes you very high these days. And so people in these days, think three, not twice, three, four times before they take out some trip sometimes. And the, really, the really yeshiva people will think, listen, I'm not so sure I can go this way. No, I can't, I can't go. I don't know if I can go. Why not? We'll go to do a nice, uh, we'll go on some item. We'll also see some, maybe some holy site, maybe. He's thinking twice. It's holy site, beautiful, but right now, I'm, I'm missing some big stuff here. If I miss a day now, it's going to show up on Shavuot, my missed my miss day. But it's not a missed day. I saw holy site. Yeah, but maybe, yeah, two hours, three hours, you waste your time. 
We can't afford that right now. That's the game plan right now. So for number one on this subject right now, for tonight, as we're saying now, this one point, at least we know that we're in the midst of a plan. And it's so important just to know that that idea is important in itself. We're in the middle of a plan. It's not a random item here. We're planting our seeds now for four weeks from tonight, Sunday night, to shepherd all of the boys. And we have to plant ourselves in the right way. And all of it's going to show up on our Shavuot roster. It's going to come up and it will be able to be Zocheto, a good deen. So let's make sure that if we didn't start yet from Pesach, we'll start today. Good day, Sunday to start. Sunday, now you guys now back in New York, now you got a few hours off now. Just get some class. In another class, what's a big deal? You have these four weeks, it's limited time. It's limited time. But the dividends are great. What you're going to get is for afterwards. And I'll leave you with one mashal, one, one, one parable, which maybe you've, 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 you've heard it before, but it has to be said every year on the Omer. We said it in class today because it's, under, it's not understood, the Omer. People, we, we count backwards. We count, we pass 21 days. We pass, why don't you count forward? If, you, if you're counting down to something important, count forward, count. Now it's 28 days left, 27 days left. We want to get to the big jackpot. The Torah, Shavuot, so count down. And one of the answers is, Rav Pinkus means a mashal. A person was given by somebody a million dollars. He told him, I'll give you a million dollars in a month from now, 50 days from now, whatever it is. But there's one catch to what he says. It's not just coming to you on the 50th day. I want you to earn it. I want you to work for me every day. Every day you work, I give you a ticket, let's say, 20 grand, whatever it is, 15,000, whatever it is. I give you a ticket, it says on it, that you hold on to that, and you'll cash them all in on the 50th day. Which means really what? It's, it's already cash. It's money in his hand. So we're so happy when we count day one, pass by, we say, well, we got, we got two days now, three days. We got now 100,000, 80,000, 100,000. We're getting closer to the bonanza. To the jackpot, we're getting close to the, to the million. We're earning it constantly. It's not a gift being given at the end, which we'll wait for it to come. No, no, no. You missed a day, you missed a ticket. You don't have the full million, that's the problem. You missed two days, now you have much less. You missed, four, you missed a week. This guy's Hazit, this guy. You missed two, three weeks about this guy. What do I do now? It's a pity. But I still say, start now. Why? When Hashem sees you start now and you're serious about the next four weeks, Hashem could say, you know what? He doesn't understand the game plan. Now you understand that he's serious, I will replace maybe those past three weeks that he missed out. Because I see he's serious about that. It's just that he didn't know about it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try to, you know, co- compensate for those lost weeks. That's the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu at this time. So let's be serious about it. Let's take it down. And Hashem will help us. To prepare ourselves in these next four weeks with Hashem, with more learning, more spirituality, more praying with the Minyan, doing the right thing, and Hashem will be us to have a beautiful, beautiful year in next Shabbat and on.